Okay, let's get started. Yesterday was Yud Beis. Today is Daf Yud Gimel. We're doing a review of yesterday's Daf. What did we learn yesterday? So, we started off with Rav Hunabrid, Rav Yehuda, who said over in front of Rava this, uh, this Memra. And uh, which was basically two versions of Abayi. I don't know if you remember, but Abayi had given an explanation of the machlokas between Ramir and Rabbi with regards to testimony. And the idea was, is that question is, how well aware are people of time? Are people very aware, which is more like Ramir's opinion, either perfect, uh, and just a question of how they describe time, and that's why you can be off by an hour, because I really rarely was somewhere between three and four, or whatever, the third hour and the fourth hour, and he said, um, and it, one of them referred to it as three, the other one as four, but nobody's making any mistakes. That's Shitas Rameyer, according to one version, the other version is, is that they make a little bit of a mistake, and Rabbi Yudah says, um, in, the, in the first version, uh, that Rabbi Yudah says the person can make a mistake um, up to a half an hour off, and that's why they can be uh, spread of two hours apart. And um, and uh, and Rabbi and uh, Rabbi, the second version is an hour, um, an, a full hour apart, but and a bit. But anyway, either way you go, um, that's what Rav Huna, Brader Rav Yudha, said it over to Rava. When Rava heard that, he said, "I really can't understand it because." Let's talk about these witnesses in Rabbi Huda's opinion. For instance, if we would actually ask them the question and say, um, uh, can you explain what you meant when you said that it happened in the third hour of the day? Did you mean the beginning of the third hour of the day or the end of the third hour of the day? And if you wouldn't say the end, the beginning of the third hour of the day, and the person who said the fifth hour said, no, I don't mean the beginning of the fifth hour, I mean the end of the fifth hour then we would throw out the testimony on its ear and say, excuse me, but you guys are totally not fitting in. There's no testimony over here. So now that we're not sure, we didn't ask the question, so you're going to go ahead and you're going to go ahead and kill a person on the case of, on a doubt? Doesn't the Torah say, that we look to find a way out, that we don't want to carry out death penalties, if we could unless we have 100% certainty. So therefore, Rava says that there's a whole different explanation. The amount that people don't know from each other can be as far as two hours apart from each other. That's the maximum. And therefore, and that's the distance. And therefore, that's exactly what's going on. According to Rameyer, it's two hours. And according to um, uh, just under a bit, just under two hours. So therefore, the maximum distance they can be from each other is two hours. And then we, then we still would have to say that that is correct. And therefore, uh, and Rabbi Yehuda says that it's, that it's three hours minus a bit that the people can make a mistake. And that's why, according to Rabbi, um, according to uh, basically Rabbi Meir, even if they're all the way on the opposite ends of the two hours, um, one said three, the beginning of three, the other one, and he, that's what he meant, the other one meant the end of four, but people don't have that accurate of a time, and that's still considered the same time. And, um, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's one hour farther than that. Okay, so that's the idea. So, so the Gemara's, okay, so that's the story. Um, Gemara says, brings down a Mishnah. The Mishnah in Sanhedrin says that there's seven Chakira questions that we ask every witness. 
And there's no limit to the bedika questions that we ask the witnesses. A Chakira uh, question is, they are what, which group of sabbatical years is it in the Yovel system? So we know there's a 50-year Yovel, and there's seven groups of seven, of seven years. And the question is, is it the first uh, Shavuah, second Shavuah? When did this happen? In which Shavuah? Which year in the Shavuah? Was it the first year of the Shemitah cycle, second, third, fourth, fifth? Or was it on Shemitah, whatever? And that's Be'eze Shana. Then it's Be'eze, that's two. Be'eze Chodesh is which month? What day of the month? That's another one. Then which day of the week? And then um, which hour of the day? That's one of them. And then which place was it? And once you got all seven, those are the seven questions. Those seven questions are crucial. And if they do, do not... Uh, know the answer to that question, to any of those seven questions, then we will throw, not basically throw out the testimony. And that's the difference between Chakiros and Bidikos. Chakiros, if somebody says, well, I'm not actually sure which month it was. Out. Testimony's out the window. I'm not sure all, uh, which place it was in. It was somewhere. <laughs> Forget about it. That's not called a good, a good, a good testimony. However, by Bidikos, if he doesn't know what color his glasses were, doesn't know what color, you know, did he have a beard or not, even like things that are like, you know, he should have noticed. But um, he says, look, I'm not really 100% sure. That's, we still, even if both witnesses, they're not sure, we will, um, um, we will keep the testimony. It's still a valid testimony. That's the difference between Chakiris and Bidikos. Now, here's the question. If you're telling me that people make mistakes in time, to, by, by such a disparity. So how, uh, one second, first of all, we have to explain what is the reason why Chakiros are so crucial? Because in order for testimony to be acceptable, it needs to be an Eidosh Atayochol Azimah. It's possible to disprove with witnesses saying that you were in there at that time and date, you were somewhere else with us. And that's why you need those, that information of time and date and location um, um, a, you know, a down path so that they can be disproven. Now, if the person is wiggly, so then they can't be an Eidus, it's not an Eidus Azima, and that's why it's thrown out. That's what gives a certain oomph and believability to the witnessing, to the testimony. So, the question is, is that now that we're saying that people make mistakes in time, up to, according to Rebbe Mayer, up to two hours, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, up to three hours, so then it's also an Eidah She'iyateyach because even if he said it was four o'clock, maybe it's not four o'clock, maybe it's really five o'clock, maybe it's three o'clock. All that span is possible, so how can you disprove it? So the answer is, is that the only way, it's still considered an Eidah She'iyateyach if you put the full maximum amount of mistake inside the proof. Meaning, we, you were with us for that entire span of what time you said, starting from, according to Rabbi Meir, according to Rabbi Meir an hour before and an hour after. According to Rabbi Yudha, starting from two, hour, um, two hours before and two hours after. And you put all of that into the, into the possibility. Okay, so basically, the Gemara brought down uh, examples. It says uh, that really... Um, start from the, the let's say it happened somewhere in the morning, let's say 10 in the morning, 
So you start saying, look, you were with us from first hour in the day to the fifth hour of the day. That span, if they, there's no way that you, know, that you could have seen that thing because you were with us during that entire span. You can be off by a little bit of time, but there's no way if you were with us for that span. Now really, technically, we could, if it was in the second hour of the day, maybe, or the, you know, it could be that it should really go even before day starts, but that's never a possibility because we know for a fact that it was during the day. You said that it was daytime. So the maximum suffix is the beginning of the day. You can't go earlier than sunrise. And, um, and that's why that's for sure covered. And uh, really, and when it comes to Rabbi Uda, you also get from the first hour of the day, if it happened before, more, you know, in the morning hours, for, from the first hour all the way up to the end of the sixth hour. And that's, uh, and that's basically the, the maximum amount of possible, possibility. If you were with us all morning, Till, till noon, so then for sure you weren't, you weren't at all um, at the thing. You couldn't have seen it. The, uh, really, you should have to give a little bit more time to the afternoon, but like we already explained, you can tell the difference between the fifth hour and the seventh hour because the sun's on a different side. The shadow is going to be setting differently, so we would have known that. And that's the story. Um, and that is the... Answer according to Rava. So, brings us to the next thing. Okay, we learned that the Mishnah Mayor says that you can eat the entire fifth hour of the day. And you burn in the beginning of the sixth hour. And Rabbi Yudha says that you eat the entire fourth hour of the day. And you wait the fifth hour. And you burn in the beginning of the sixth hour. So, so when we try and apply these halachos when it comes to Hilchos Chametz, and how well people are aware of time, it doesn't seem to really fit so perfectly. And that's what the Gemara is asking. Let's go in a biased version of Rameyer, who says that a person does make any mistakes, so why shouldn't he be allowed to eat all the way up to the sixth hour? Finished. <clears throat> There's no concern. And according to the other explanation, which is a person makes a tiny mistake, okay, so, you know, go back 15 minutes, whatever, play it safe. But what's the problem? That's the question in Rameyer. In Rabbi Yehudi, you can ask also a question. Because Rabbi Yehudi says that the maximum amount of mistake a person makes is half an hour. So good. So go back a half an hour from, from, from noon, and that's it. Eat until then. What are you going to say? That he makes a mistake an hour, which is version B, an hour and a bit? So then fine. He should be allowed to eat all the way to the end of the fifth hour. Why is it that we pull it back all the way to the fourth hour? That's the question in Rabbi Yehuda. So Bayez says a very important distinction, and that is when it comes to testimony, Eidos is an expression, Eidos misura reason. Eidos is given over to the people who are on top of their game. And even when you're on top of your game, there's like an inaccuracy of time. But these are people who are aware of things. Um, but uh, when it comes to Chametz, there's no... Um, uh, What's the te- you know we, we don't give a cognitive test to see an IQ test to see how good you are in order to have to keep the halachas of chametz. Anyone and everyone, it's irrelevant. Even the most flagging a guy has to be, not stop eating chametz. So for him, we're gonna need to pull back an extra hour, and that's the and that's the answer in a bias version. In Rav's version, the mistakes are much larger. The question is really the opposite. People don't know time all the way as far as two hours, almost two hours apart according to Rameyer, and almost three hours apart according to Rabbi Yehuda. 
And therefore, since that's the case, so then why do we let him eat in, um, in, the, in the, the entire fifth hour up until the beginning of the sixth hour? He shouldn't eat the entire fifth hour. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. Since you could see when it's afternoon, and that's when the Isser starts is in the afternoon, so I know, it's, I, I can tell that, that's easy to tell the difference between the fifth hour of the day and the seventh hour of the day, like we saw earlier. So then why, if that's true, so then why don't you eat in the sixth hour also? You can tell that it's not the, it's not the afternoon yet. So Ravad Barabbas says, no, once it's close to noon, it actually gets more and more difficult because the shadow is very short, it's um, it's to the you know it's actually a little bit farther north and south and basically he's gonna have a southern shadow, a little bit so it's confusing and therefore you may you you, you know we don't we don't we don't want to go that close. Okay, that's Rava in Rameir. What about Rava in Rabbi Yehuda? He says people can make almost an hour, a mistake of time up to three hours. So really, from the beginning of the fourth hour, a person should eat. Um, at all, right? Why does he allow him to eat um, all the way up to the fifth hour? So the Gemara says, the reason is is because there's no real concern because at the fifth hour, the sun is still in the east. And in the seventh hour, the sun is in the west. And people know the difference. And surely the fourth hour, it's Kolshkin, so therefore there's no real concern. If that's the case, then why don't we let him eat in the fifth hour? So Bayez says, according to Rava, that the reason is is because um, like we said, the criteria, how good of a person re- is required for chametz, no requirements. And therefore, since there's no requirements, so therefore we got to go even more than people's average, the average Joe's mistake. And that's why we pull it back an extra hour. And according to Rabbi, uh, and, that's, and, and as opposed to Ayidos, is Mesur Lizrizim, and they're going to be more aware of things. Now, Mara said, Rava offered his own answer. Rava says that the, the reason why Rabbi Yudha is, is, is saying that you've got to stop eating an hour early, even though there's no fear, you'll know that it's before noon, is because uh, it's Rabbi Yudha Lishitasu, who says that beer chametz is with Srefa, and therefore you need an hour after you're eating to go ahead, gather wood, to be able to prepare the fire, to get a nice fire going. So, Ravina asks Rava, that works, except that it doesn't work, because Rabbi Yudha says that's only, this idea that the only way to burn, to get rid of comments is by burning it, is only when it's the time to burn it, before, it's the, before the time of burning kicks in. But once the, you got to get rid of comments, then any which way that you can get rid of it, that is what you got to do. So therefore, Rava says a different answer. He says that the reason why we go, um, why we go back um, um, earlier in Rabbi Yudha, um, an hour, even though you can tell what time it is, is on a regular sunny day, you can tell. But on cloudy days, it's kind of hard. So if that's true, then maybe it's cloudy day, maybe the fourth hour of the day. So that's where, um, that's where Rapapa's Svara comes in, is that on the normal time when people eat is the fourth hour of the day. It's a Zmansudal Kali, and even if it's cloudy, your stomach knows that it's hungry, okay? That's the, that's the chiddush, okay? And that's true. Your stomach has a clock. You didn't know that? I know. Everybody's stomach. When you're trained yourself to eat, that's when your stomach expects to eat. No, maybe you're one of the ludim. Don't ask. 
They, it, every person has their time when they eat breakfast, okay? So that's the next thing. So Tanur Abana, the rabbis learn, the first hour, anybody who eats first hour of the day, that's a, the food of ludim. Ludim are these, um, they're really, I think it's really cannibals. Yes, they yeah. eat people. They eat people. They're very, very hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they have to, there's, there's called raftanim. They're so hungry that they eat extra, you know, extra early. First thing in the morning. Right, exactly. That's when you get your early, the early bird gets the worm. You know, that's it. That's it. So that's the story. And that's number one. Second hour of the day are the, gar- are the robbers. Robbers also are always hungry. The, but they eat early. Why? Not as early as the Ludim, even though they're the same hungry. But that's because they're up all night robbing people. It's a hard job, you know what I'm saying? If you, what? It's a rough night. would be around what? Sunrise, sunrise, six to seven. Let's say in a perfect day. So from six to seven, you're you're even worse than the little. We're talking about a real meal, not a, not just a bite. You know, not yeah. talking about a cup of coffee in the morning. That's not. I, even I have a cup of coffee. Talking about a real meal, not a not like a a, a candy bar or something. I don't know what you eat for breakfast. Okay, a real breakfast. You know, bread and egg, toast, eggs, juice. We're talking about a proper breakfast. Okay. Right. Anyway, that's the list. Is the second hour of the day from let's say seven a.m. Who eats shlishis malchul yashim? The people who eat at eight at uh, um, at eight in the morning. That's the inheritors. That's they don't really have to work very hard. All their money is inherited from others. They they're they're living investors, a life. Money. They're living a life of leisure, and they, and therefore. They, because they're bored, they don't really have much to do with their lives, so therefore, might as well. What do you have nothing to do? So you go eat. What are you going to do? Whatever. So that's why you eat breakfast. Okay. Revius Michael Paulum. The fourth hour of the day is people who's working, their day laborers. They've been out in the fields already. That's like the first coffee break, basically. It's around, is in the fourth hour of the day. Chamishis, the fifth hour is Michael Tamidacham. That's when Tamidacham meet. And Shishis, the sixth hour from 11 to 12, that's Michael Kaladim, that's what most people eat. So Gemara says, wait a second, I was paying attention before. Didn't Rapapa say that Revius is Mansud the Lakal? So Gemara says, you're right, let's switch it. Revius is Michael Kaladim, Chamishis is Michael Paulim, and Shishis, 11 a.m., that's the time when the Tamil Chamim eat breakfast. Late, uh, that's because they're learning, they're busy learning, and they don't get a chance to eat. But afternoon is already not healthy to eat into the afternoon. You need to eat sometime in the morning, and that's what he's saying. It's like throwing a stone. It's like throwing a stone. Breakfast is the most important meal, right? It's for champions. Okay, now, Abaye says that's only true this idea of not eating, you must eat before noon. That's only. If you didn't eat anything in the morning, you didn't taste any food in the morning, but if you had a little bite earlier on, then you're good to go, and then you can have your main meal a little bit later, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's on an empty, empty stomach, that's when it's more of an issue. Okay, Rav Ashi says, the is by testimony is the same thing by chametz, like we explained, except for minor modifications, but it's really, it's a lishitasam, the how far do people make mistakes in Time. That's the pshita. Is that obvious? Kumar says, no, no. You might have thought that, no, the chiddush is, is that the distinctions 
are real. And, um, and don't think that there's different shitas between in Rameyer shita and in Rebuda shita. It's not the case. Next thing we saw is Rav Shimibashi said that this is only true as far as this idea of testimony that they can be off in time. Is only, they can be off in, they're only going to be off in time in times, in like hours of the day when it's all in the morning hours. They may not have a good sense of when, which morning hour it was. But if one of them said before sunrise, and the other one said this is when it occurred before sunrise, the other one said after sunrise, so then um, the testimony is thrown out the garbage. Ah, is that obvious? Of course. Before the huge difference between before sunrise and after sunrise. So the Gemara says, no, what we're talking about is before sunrise and during sunrise. And even there, it's called um, uh, uh, ages that will set, that will throw out. Isn't that obvious? So the Gemara says, no, I might have thought that that's maybe the same time. Um, because, and one of them is described, he was out in the open, and when you're in the open fields and you see the sun, sun's rays coming up, you can mistake it for sunrise, even though it's a little before sunrise, as opposed to somebody who will only notice sunrise when the actual globe's up, if you're not out in the fields. And that's the difference. And that is where we, and that's the Kamash Malan, that nevertheless, we, the assumption is, is that this is not a good testimony. And that is where we got up to yesterday, and we'll now take it from today.